Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome back to the Ohioan. And hey, if you like soccer, if you're not a soccer fan, uh, Saturday is a big day in Ohio sports history, especially Central Ohio sports history. The Columbus Crew, hey, we've talked about this. They're staying in town, which is great, but they're debuting a new stadium. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, Columbus Dispatch had a nice um, special print edition talking about lower.com field as well as just some of the features of it and the crew coming into it. So uh, Brandon's revving up. He's into this. Um, Brandon, you're still going to game one, aren't you? I am, yeah. Okay. You're in the Nordeca, right? Nordeca. Oh, wow. Chris finally got it right, y'all. There we go. (laughs) I I got my crew. I'm ready. (laughs) He almost he almost botched it. It was like on the way. He's like, "Correct, oh nope, nope, it's Nordeca." <laughs> oh, this is how much I am supporting Brandon oh, today. I'm yeah, actually going to say it right. Nordeca could be Nordeca could be. I guess okay. Some people say Nordeca, I guess, but Nordeca was like, I don't even know where that came from. Uh, okay, I was kind of embarrassed last time we used. To... <laughs> oh, okay, so it's a Nordeca, right? Nordeca or Nordeca. Uh, okay, those two are the ones I've heard. I'm not sure which ones. The true pronunciation, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> no more embarrassing than the first couple of weeks of the coronavirus, right? Couldn't even say coronavirus, right? I remember those days. Okay. Holy crap. Uh, those are rough. All right. So, yeah, Brad's going to be in the Nordeca. Um, I already got my sweets for the season. No, I, I don't. I didn't buy sweets. So, I, I won't be there, but I won't watch on TV. I'm excited. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to see the fireworks after the game from my house, right? Hey, Brand, did you hear anything about the fireworks after the game? Um, I have not heard anything about fireworks after the game. Usually they do that, like, around 4th of July or special moments. They might, I guess they might do it for the first game, though. They did it for the historic um, club stadium, so, uh, when on its final game. Yeah, I, I heard fireworks, especially with it being July 3rd. I mean, it it's probably has something to do with their first game, too. But yeah, I, I don't think I'll be able to see them, though, from my house. I think I'm a little too far away. But I, I was excited when I got the house we got into because I thought I would see all these great fireworks shows from my house. But <laughs> apparently I'm too far away. But, oh, well. Hey, uh, so let's talk a little bit real quick about the stadium. Uh, like I said, good article. Um, you know, Dispatch kind of looked at it and said, hey, here's what makes it unique. Uh, first of all, clubs and premium seating. Uh, there's like seven different 
premium seating options in addition to suites. Um, Brandon, I think there's only one at the last stadium, right? Sorry, Chris, you broke up. I, I'm sorry. I'm not, uh, what, what was that last part you said? Yeah, I think there was only one at the last stadium, right, in terms of uh, premium seating other than the suites. Does that have, like, a little nice restaurant you can go into? Yeah, I'm not sure how many they had at the old stadium, like, you know, premium seating-wise. It wasn't something I studied or because I was like, oh, I can't even probably afford the the seat, the premium seating at the old stadium. But, um, yeah, I know they, they definitely have improved it a lot, uh, you know, um, for, like, they have, like, premium seating on the west and east side. Um, so that is, um, um, you know... I think um, it's there's some really cool features that I saw with that. You know, where I think one of them has uh, ability to see some players come out come out of the um, pass, but walk by as they go on to the game. So um, it, it will be kind of um, I'm, I'm sure a very better experience than the at the old stadium for sure. All right, um, Craig says Brandon is the season stakeholder. I'll ask him about these things, but feel free to jump in when you when you want. Um, number two. Uh, there's like a little plaza there. They say it's for small concerts and, um, you know, pregame festivities, watch parties, and everything mm -hmm. else. Hey, Brandon, are they going to have regular concerts in the stadium like they did with the old one? I didn't really see any kind of stage on the, like okay, like, like they didn't norm like they normally don't have at the Mavfrey Stadium. But I think the the plaza definitely will. I mean, who knows? They could always construct a stadium or whatever like a temporary one for special events. I know they're going to have some sort of drum, um, high school drum corps, or some sort of band, uh, high school band performance later this year. Um, but um, but it won't be a full stadium, con a full stadium concert. Like you're going to see Green Day in a couple weeks. Um, that's a full stadium concert at the old stadium, but I, I'm guessing we're not going to see it at the new stadium and if there's no stage. I would imagine so. I mean, they're, yeah, like the I I've been to a watch party already at the new stadium, and um, I could see the the new plaza that they have there. It's going to be a really nice one with uh, for watch parties and for um, um, in um, special uh, per, uh, uh, perform uh, or any performances on the plaza. They'll probably have some during game day too. Okay. Um, two things here in the next section. I definitely want to ask Craig about the Nordeka. Right, Nordeka. Yes, Chris. Yes. Fantastic. Well, it's going to become common, I'm sure, in a couple of weeks. But hey, I'm saying it right. Um, you know, Brandon's excited about this. This is where you'll see Brandon on Saturday. Um, it's the second largest supporter section in Major League Soccer. Nearly three thousand three hundred fifty-six safe standing seats. Now, um, Craig, they're standing seats. Would you be down with that? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think so. I mean, you want to sit down when you go to games, I wanna, right? I want to sit down a little bit. I mean, you know, maybe there might be some times where you want to stand up, but um, you know, I, I think uh, you know, you, you want to have a little bit of an option. But there are a lot of people out there that like to to stand up for the entire game, especially in soccer, where uh, the fandom is uh, at a fever pitch at times. But uh, yeah, I think for me, I'd probably prefer to go with something. Um, you know, a little bit more comfortable. Maybe I can stand when I want to, or sit down when I feel the need to. But uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure that um, you know, soccer. Soccer is sort of 
the fans lend itself to wanting to stand because they, they they get so excited about their team. But then for me, it's kind of like the sport isn't like edge of your seat standing, you know, at all times to me because there's a lot of times where there's lulls in the action, which is perfectly fine. That's how the game's played at times. But so, you know, to each their own. But I, I think I'd rather find uh, just a normal everyday seat and I'll stand when I want to cheer and all that stuff. Man, Brandon. <laughs> what say you about that? I'm trying to get a fight going on here. Right. What do you think? Uh, no, no. Um, totally get it. I think actually the I get that safe standing is a bit misleading. I think because when I okay. saw the Nordeka section, it does look like they're still going to have some sort of a uh, bench kind of like thing where you can sit down or something. Okay. Um. But that being said, I mean, it's a lot, it's bigger, it's a lot steeper, I think. Um, it just looks like a proper Nordeka section. I could be wrong. I might have missed, my eyes might not be, might mistaken what could be seating for like, um, for um, something else entirely. But um, my wife just laments that there's no back support. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, um, you know, she kind of, we kind of got to sit down in uh, another part of the stadium, like on the, for the watch party a little bit for a little bit the only thing i will say that's you know i'm i and i and i'm kind of interesting to see if this will change it down in the future is during that watch party it was like on a sunday night um really hot and humid and whatever but that stadium you know it's got a nice it's, i love the black facade i really do uh, i love the, the the dark roof as well but man that's that that i wonder about the calculation of of the amount of heat that draws in because it was kind of it felt really, we felt some heat, and when we sat down in the stadium on the, and this wasn't even a Nordeka, by the way, but then when we were like, hey, you know, the watch party on the plaza is actually not as crowded as we thought we were, so we actually shifted and went straight to the, uh, to outsource, and my gosh, it was, it was uh, several degrees cooler, it felt like, um, so I don't know if that's, I don't know, I, I the black facade does look cool driving by it, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it driving by when it's like, uh, when it, when the whole area is completed and whatnot, and then seeing it drive by at night, but um, I don't know if one day they might say, you know, we need to probably lighten the roof a little bit um, um, to make it cooler inside, or, or maybe um, they'll have they'll have some maybe it's there's some other L features that weren't put in place that, that might help keep things cool there, but I don't know. That might just have been me. That was just something I noticed, but I was in. No, I'm curious. To see. But as far as the sitting goes, you know, you know, like my wife is, you know, she's she she's very. I'm grateful that she uh, is okay enough to come out to games with me. She's not like any diehard fan or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, sometimes she likes to sit down. <laughs> so okay. I was like, oh no, we're gonna have no place to sit. What? Um, well, I think that yeah. She could donate her ticket to me. I'm sure there's gonna be one time <laughs> where. Yeah, she's gonna be like Brandon, go without me. So you know my number, Brandon. Give me a call, and I'll be there. <laughs> well, I, I'm not actually, going to all 20 games, so I'll go to one. Sure. Well, yeah, like uh, actually, it's gonna be the first game she won't be able to make it. So, oh, okay. Uh, par partly because of uh, um, uh, our those ble those blessed fireworks in our neighborhood yeah. in July week. Oh yeah. So yeah. My, our little someone's got to stay with a little Chihuahua that. This morning he he got inside the closet when the thunderstorm passed by the house. Oh, so, okay. Mm. So um, um, 
thankfully I got a friend who came, decided to want to join the, the festivities and stuff, so uh, I'll be there after a dog appointment. I'll be I'll be there probably okay. all day, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm sure there'll be another time where she'll say, hey, Brandon, I'm staying home. So. I'll, I'll, I'll invite you Give over when there's like a monsoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not doing monsoon that. Monsoon <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later because there there is one feature that definitely has me going. So, but we'll get there in a second. Um, you, you know, it's funny, and this is weird. I live, I don't know. You've been you've been near my house, Brandon. Um, what's like fifteen minutes northeast of downtown? Probably the best way of describing it. And I have not been downtown, and this is embarrassing. I've been downtown in months, and it, it's funny. Um, you know, I've seen driven by the stadium when it was first being constructed. Uh, so I saw a little bit of it. I haven't been down there. So literally, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. And when I come back, my mom is coming to visit. Uh, so we're going to take her downtown. If nothing else, so I could be downtown. I'd love to kind of drive by the stadium. I'm sure they're not going to let me in. But I, I want to take some pictures outside and see firsthand what it's like. Because literally, I haven't been downtown, which is weird because I technically work downtown. So. I'll tell you, COVID changed all our lives in many ways. So I'm looking forward to seeing it in person. Uh, but the thing I'm what, really excited about, and I want to get um, Craig's impression about this first. I love goal celebrations. And one thing that frustrates me about the NBA is you can't really have score celebrations because, you know, they score over 100 points a game. You can't have crazy celebrations every time someone makes a shot or whatever. You know, it, it's tough. But, you know, in sports like even the NFL, you know, they might only score a couple touchdowns a game on a good day. And then you've got the MLS, you got NHL, where they don't have as many goals. So when you have a goal, it, it's it's a party. And, you know, I remember from the old Crew Stadium, you know, they play a fun song. People jumped around, high-fived and everything. But Craig... Look at this. They're going to have a fan. And I saw the press release that they described what's happening with this. Like they're going to pick, like the Nordeca is going to pick a representative. And then there's going to be a representative like the city picks. And there'll be a representative from someone else. So this is going to be a really um, complicated process. But after the crew scores, a fan's going to operate a jackhammer on a slab of concrete. Uh, this will pay homage to the original logo because they have men in hard hats. Craig, I know you're not a soccer fan. I know you're not going because of your love for the crew of the MLS. But th- I, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Isn't this going to be great? Yeah, I mean, well, I like soccer. I, I'm, a, I'm probably slightly above a casual fan. I watch some MLS, and I watch, uh, you know, I'll, you know, I watch the Euro Championships and everything. So, but yeah, I mean, this is a you know a unique thing for for the the team to to kind of do, and obviously, I would imagine it's gonna uh, hope that make people uh, hope that they score a lot of goals and you know get a chance to to do this. And obviously, I, I mean, are, are they gonna have a different slab every game or or whatever? But it'd be kind of a fun little uh, goal tradition. I mean, you know, the Columbus Blue Jackets have the cannon down at the Nationwide Arena. A lot of other teams do things like that in sports where you don't score, like you said, in basketball, where you're not going to celebrate 100 points a game unless you get like a, you know, a free a coupon for food or something. But, uh, you know, this is kind of a unique way to, to support the team. And, and like you said, it harkens back to their their first logo. And I think it'll be a fun little tradition. 
Brandon, um, are, are you, have you been chosen? I mean, you're a multi-year season ticket holder at the Nordeca. Uh, have you been chosen? Or if I get to go to a game, can you ensure that I'll be chosen? <laughs> I, it'd be exciting. Chosen for? Uh, to operate the jackhammer. That's, like, yeah, okay, I just want to make sure. I'm like, are you even serious enough to ask that question? <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I, you know, I've, I've got some skills. I've, I've got some panache. I've got, what, 1,200 Twitter followers. I'm a member of Gannett, Ohio. I mean, you talk about celebrities. I'm nervous about this tradition. I, I'm hoping it's like they'll, they'll, um, it's, it seems as, I hope really that it's, it looks nervous like, uh, like it does for, um, yeah, as nervous as like riding the bike, uh, up and down uh, on, at Kosai, you know, where you ride it across the, oh, yeah. But really, it's probably safe, and they have a lot of security features in place. That's yeah, that's, hopefully. That's what I, I don't. I don't know if if you know. I don't know. Is is it really that easy to uh, you know operate a jackhammer? I'm not. I'm not sure. I've never done it. Um. I. I. But if I think uh, the fact that you know fans, ownership, and players think it, it's possible, it's it's cool. I guess. I guess it'll work out. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of safety precautions put into play there. But um. Well, um, Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Oh, the only thing I was gonna say is, you know, it's funny because I remember playing, uh, watching the. I didn't play. <laughs> I watched the 2016 op uh, crew opener match against uh, Portland. It was like the structured as the rematch, um, and um, you know they had a lot of cool um, ambience at Portland's uh, stadium, and they did where they do this thing where they have a fan cut off a log, a piece of, uh, or use a chainsaw to saw off, like, I don't know what you call it, like a, a piece of the, of the tree or the lumber, or like, I don't know what, or stump, I guess, but, um, and that was, actually, I've always thought, you know, we may the crew could do something like that, but with a jackhammer, I, and I, and I'm, so, I'm sad to say I never really must have written that down somewhere to prove that I, that I have, but I always told my wife that over the years, and then when I saw this, I was like, Oh my gosh! It's, it's someone. Someone out there had the the players are were on the same wavelength or something. So, um, not sure if it's always been an idea that's always been out there, or I'm sure it has been thought of when, especially if you saw Portland Portland ambience and some fans are complaining about it just because it doesn't seem original. But you know what? We don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time, and you know if we want to be organic you know this, this this strive for authenticity and organic is sometimes um um kind of a bit silly too just because of uh um there there's soccer is my gosh we've it's a mix multi-mix of things that are organic and things that we've copycatted europe anyway yeah i, I just my fear is you know this game sorry is going to be on espn i believe i don't think it's on espn too i think it's on regular espn and I just don't want, if it's you, me, or somebody else, I don't want a, an embarrassing jackhammer mishap where you lose control of the jackhammer, it goes oh, flying into the Nordeca that's, that's, or whatever. That's a, that's a lie. That's a lie, Chris. You're hoping for for chaos and news headlines. and <laughs> Well, not if I do it or you do it. I mean, you're part of the show. <laughs> you, you know, it's going to come back. You know, they'll be like, oh, it's researchers Brandon who lost control of the jackhammer. Well, and, we you know, I'm saying... You're like, this is great. It's keeping us busy. It's, yes. it's gener Look at the number of clicks. Yeah. Well, I, I want chaos like on Vax a Million. I it's, want, this you is, know, this is I don't want than, people uh, to die. The man with the golden voice video. Yeah, I don't want people to die. 
I mean, if a jackhammer goes flying, I'm sure people would die. That's not cool. I don't know. I wonder if the jackhammer will be like in a fixed spot and they just like, I, I wonder, you know, I wonder how realistic this uh, jackhammer will be. You know, my other thought though is, you know, with all the, you know, because Ohio is known for its constant construction, you know, maybe if they score whoever's picked to, to do the, the concrete slab jackhammer can then be taken outside the stadium and, and probably work on some of the oh, yeah. going on around Columbus, you know, or maybe say, Hey, we're going to take you over to I-75 and you're going to be working at a 45 mile stretch of uh road that needs to be replaced uh, going into uh, Cincinnati or something just to, you know, just to yeah. maybe put them to work. If you're going to score a goal, put them to work, you know, well, in the roadway, I mean, maybe you could have a little patch of roadway instead of a concrete they could work on, you know, just bring a little patch in each time. Yeah, that would really represent Ohio. I don't know. I mean, it should be good. Now, now we know why city officials and the um, Ohio officials were all for this. You know, it's like, hey, how can we make construction like yes. really popular, cool. yeah. really after, popular and cool for the for the great citizens of our state? After someone after someone gets going on it, they're gonna say, "Here's your certificate to now work on you know any project in the state of Ohio or something." So. You know, it, 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 I hope that they score and I hope that they show it on ESPN and show them oh, yeah. actually doing it and how it works. You know, my favorite my favorite scoring tradition is Bernie Brewer sliding down the slide in Milwaukee at the Brewers games. Yeah. You know, this this needs to become that kind of a tradition here where people just get excited about it and say, hey, you know, this random fans is jackhammering a slab of concrete. Yeah. I mean, for that alone. And, hey. I'm not a huge soccer crew fan, but hey, they're in Columbus. Hey, I'll root for them because they're in Columbus. But for this reason alone, it's the jackhammer. I hope they score 15 goals on Saturday. I mean, I hope they go crazy. I mean, it'll be fun. Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, I want to see more jackhammer, please. And, and maybe they could do jackhammers after other things, too. I mean, I won't wear it out, but man, I, I want to tune in the game. I'll see what the same looks like. I'll be home on Saturday night. Why not? It should be fun. Um, hey, we are running way over on time, so let me um, kind of uh, breeze through some of these pretty quick. Uh, apparently, we got, we have to have Jacob Myers on the show sometime. Um, we had uh, the other night, uh, we had Joey Coffin from the Dispatch that covers the Buckeyes, and he talked to us about some Buckeyes stuff. We got we have to have Jacob on, but you know, Jacob wrote the story. Uh, he's excited about the alcohol, I guess. I mean, uh, he had a separate section about the big beer garden that's coming in, and there's a crew house pub. So, yeah, lots of big stuff going on there. Uh, he's got another section about the scoreboards. Uh, they got some big scoreboards uh, coming in, uh, which is a uh, a common thing from new stadiums. Um, kind of cool. I, Brandon, I think I noticed this when I went to that monsoon game with you. Um, at the new stadium, there's a frictionless point of entry. So I felt like I had to, you know, dump all my pockets out to make sure I wasn't carrying anything bad in the stadium. Uh, now you don't have to do that. Um, uh, they're saying that there's scanners where you don't have to pause as you walk through. So it's going to make it a lot quicker to get in the stadium. That sounds good. And then, yeah, I, oh. I, I think it's going to be 10 times, I think it's going to be 10 times uh, uh, better accessibility than the old stadium. I think the old stadium, ter- not a great location, not a great um, for, at least in terms of getting to and from the stadium. Um, and so 
as much as people loved its siloness to create that tailgate culture, I think, um, you know, hopefully it's going to be a lot more accessible. I'm, the biggest question is really going to be parking uh, at, at, in the arena district and how much of that's going to be a barrier to get to the stadium. Um, um, we'll have to see. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that kind of issue has hurt the Clippers. Not to say the Clippers are, like, always selling out their stadiums or whatnot. Or, but, you know, that will be the kind of the big question of the day. Is the stadium underground level, or is it all above the ground? I'm not sure. I, okay. I can't well, speak to that. The only reason why I ask is there's a section that talks about how um, the – field is closer to the spectators. I know that wasn't always the case at the old stadium. Um, it, the, it's a little steeper grade, like with the way the stands are set up. And the reason why it matters is you're closer to the field. Sometimes if it's spread way back, um, you feel like if, you, if you're further away, you're further away from the field. But like they say, some of the VIP seats are only 16 feet away from the field. So it should be interesting to see what the um, side of the game is there. Um, family spaces. I thought this was interesting. Um, you know, we've got two kids with special needs. Um, I'm not sure if our family is ever going to go to the game. Um, but they have two sensory rooms, uh, good for kids with autism. So, um, my ears are perking up at that two nurseries and a thousand square foot playroom that the crew developed with COSI. I, I guess the only comment I have about that is that's good if you need it. But, man, if I'm taking my kids to the game, they better sit and watch the game. I don't want them to spend the whole time in a sensory room or a, or a, or a play area. Um, you know, I was uh, at the old stadium. They had like a, kind of an old-school playground, which was nice. But I remember commenting to Brandon that night saying, man, you know, if my daughter came, she wouldn't even want to go to the field. She would just be like, playground, playground, and just play there for a couple hours. Which is nice. I'm, I'm glad they're reaching out to kids that have different needs and interests. But I'm thinking if you, if you want to go to the playground, then don't go to the game, you know? So kind of, kind of interesting. And finally, Brandon, we got to bring it up because the infamous night where I accompany you to a crew game, um, you know, we had so much rain. And my goodness, we had a huge rainstorm over the past couple of days here in the Columbus area. I think it rained half of what it did that infamous night in Columbus when there was what, you know, 10 inches of rain, at least maybe 10 feet of rain. Um, and to combat that, they have kind of a roof. So it, it kind of looks like the old Cowboys stadium where there is a opening where it's outdoor, but every seat is covered. Brandon, what a great move. Yeah. Um, a lot more weatherproof. Um, um, I think we'll be out of the elements more, and they'll make uh, game atmospheres uh, a lot better. So I'm imagining if if we had night summer that night we had a year or so ago, there wouldn't be any. We wouldn't get wet at least inside the stadium, then, right? Uh maybe I a little would bit. Imagine so. Maybe a little bit. Who knows? It depends on maybe how close you are to the stadium or whatnot. Um, all right. Well, fantastic. Well, hey, uh, that's our uh, review of Lower.com and the Nordeca. Hey, uh, hats off. I'm, I'm actually pronouncing the name right. What a great day. Um, yeah, so uh, continue to check out the Ohioan. Uh, we, uh, we do regular shows on Tuesday and Thursday, but we release audio segments for the week. Check our sponsors, and, and please share us with your friends. 
Thanks so much. We'll be back shortly with a new segment. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.